Welcome to Going Rogue Money Ministry. Align your values and finances, live your ideal lifestyle. I'm your host, Melissa Myers, number one best-selling author, entrepreneur, wealth manager, and CFP professional, along with Holly Urbanic, podcast producer and co-host. Does thinking about money cause unnecessary stress in your life? Are you tired of feeling anxious, guilty, or embarrassed about your financial situation? Do you struggle with imposter syndrome or feel financially trapped? We're women empowering women because we've been there. We bring you inspiration, motivation, education, and activation strategies for living a more fulfilled lifestyle. You're in the right pod if you're ready to feel good about your life and your finances. Welcome to our empowered community. Ready to go rogue? accomplished a huge, a huge win. Last month, I officially passed the Series 65 state exam. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. You know, three hours at a computer screen with all of these multiple choice questions can be very overwhelming. Very confusing So confusing. All of those double negatives and all of these except or look for this one. None of these except. (laughs) Yeah, none of this applies. Trying to navigate through those answers. Oh my gosh. I would have much rather written essays for the entire thing. And you have been out of high school for what, like 13 years-ish? Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you say that and out loud. you still oh can take gosh. an exam and pass it. I can, yeah. Wow, 13 years out of high school and still teaching myself something new, something completely foreign to me before I started working with you. Well, like me, you're a lifelong learner. Absolutely. I love, love, love to learn new things for sure, which leads me to another great adventure what's that in the next in the spring probably i'm going to be reinvesting in myself and furthering my education that sounds amazing what's that look like well i have some credits at a college that i just never finished so i'm gonna go back and complete my mission and and my dream of getting a degree that is awesome it's 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 never it's it's never too late yeah i think that it feels like that sometimes because i feel like you said i've been out of high school for a while and now i'm at a different place in life and have a family and it can feel like that timeline gets in the way of things sometimes but i think what it all comes back to is knowing what your values are and education is important to me and it's important to you too and being a lifelong learner and continuously learning something new and pushing myself is something that I'm gonna do forever yeah and you're not letting age or time be an excuse you're Mm -hmm. stepping into it you're embracing it you just proved that you can study for months on end and take an excruciating exam and come out with a passing grade a passing score so Mm -hmm. you you that was just prep work yes preparing before i necessarily needed to that's right well and that's the subject of today's conversation about preparing in advance 
preparing before you actually need to when I feel like when you're prepared for anything in life the unexpected nature of that event is so much less of a negative mm -hmm. and one of the ways that we advocate preparing before you need to is investing in yourself so certainly getting this licensure getting a degree mm -hmm. being able to say yes to opportunities so for example the certified financial planner designation in order to sit for the test and then earn once you pass the test to actually be able to use those marks you have to have a four-year degree yeah you can't just write cfp behind your name and just Except, like, expect that people will take you seriously. That's right. You can't do it. <laughs> Including the certified financial planning board. They will come after you. <laughs> they all get you in using trouble. using their marks without their permission. So let's talk about preparing before you need to. Um, so much of how I grew up was a reactionary. And I realized that I didn't like that. I didn't like how I felt when I saw that being um, played out in my life um, as, as a child or now as an adult. And so I decided I was going to go rogue and do things a little bit differently. And when I was at that point in my life where I decided that I didn't like living paycheck to paycheck anymore, even working multiple jobs when I was still like, in my, I guess I was in my like late 20s, I was working three jobs at a time, but I was still always feeling broke. And so I asked for help and got clarity about some steps to take and implement. And one of those was the concept of saving money for certain things, certain expenditures in a paper envelope. And I didn't like the inconvenience of that. So I thought, well, God, how can I make that a little bit better and more easy, more, uh, able to, to stay on task with that. And so I started using electronic envelopes, having multiple bank accounts. And I did that for a number of years um, and still do it to this day. I have more now than <laughs> most people want to have. But when you think about going from like resistance with having multiple electronic envelopes, checking accounts, savings accounts like it's okay because I have a visual quick and easy reference as to how much money is in those different accounts and so the whole idea is with those sunny day funds building up balances for example vehicles if you live in West Michigan oh yeah if you live in most of the country of the United States we need cars like it's just a necessary fact of life to get around and so having a sunny day fund that is geared towards vehicles it allows you to if you're diligent and if you pay yourself instead of the bank it allows you to save up a sum of money and be able to pay cash for your vehicles wow you can have cash to pay your insurance once a year so you get a little bit of a discount by paying up once a year or six months instead of monthly it allows you to stay out of credit card debt when you have maintenance that needs to be done. Maybe it's just um, new tires or um, you need wiper blades or you need something like a major transmission flush, whatever it is in terms of maintenance, but then also repairs. A few years ago, my son and I were driving down 31 up by Ludington and we're driving along at night and all of a sudden we saw a little bunny hopping across the expressway 
And then we had the most horrendous noise. It was like, (laughs) my car literally sucked up a (laughs) rabbit. No, it did not. It totally did. Oh my gosh. Because when we got home, we didn't stop. Because the car didn't stop. But that, (laughs) (laughs) So, you're just like, it's fine. We're going to keep going. Yeah. (laughs) Pedal to the metal. Get home. Yeah, there was remnants, proof, and <laughs> so we did need some maintenance after that, and the beauty of having a sunny day fund is it didn't force me to go into debt. I had enough money in that account where I could pay for the repairs, and I hear it all the time from, from people that I teach this strategy to, and specific to vehicles, that's usually one of the more common ones, I'll hear things like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad that you taught us that because so-and-so like my son or my wife or me or whoever you know whoever's telling the story somebody in their family needed to have maintenance or repairs done on their vehicle and instead of charging it they were able to pay cash for it and it it didn't even like upset them it wasn't a stressor they just knew okay it needs to be done and mm, great we've got the cash to pay for it that's such a good feeling too when you know that the money is already there and it gives you that permission to spend what's in there because you've already done the work. You've already pre-planned before you needed to. And what else is really cool about what you just said is that when you teach someone like a client and they are out, I don't know, in their friend circle and somebody else runs into the same situation that they were in, whether it's car maintenance or home repairs like we were talking about earlier, for them to recognize your strategy to set up sunny day funds and then share that with another friend, that's creating a ripple effect. And that is exactly what we wanna do. And our mission is to empower and impact millions of lives. And do that via community. Yes, and that's what is so powerful when you're able to teach something like this, the sunny day fund strategy, and share that with others, how quickly that can, can spread and can grow. Absolutely. And as part of your legacy, too, I think that as individuals that we're living day to day, we're living a legacy, be it a positive or a negative one. And we have the power to choose how that's going to be taken by others. And then what we leave behind at the end of the day, um, you know, there's the I think it was a license plate or a bumper sticker that I used to see years ago. I haven't seen one lately, but it said, I'm spending my kids' inheritance. <laughs> Have you seen that? No. no. <laughs> yeah, but like think mm. about that. Like they're like wanting to enjoy what they worked hard for. Yeah. And that's that's fine. That's great. Nobody says we have to leave money, but we can leave an impact in terms of the the love that we put out into the world, the things we create, the lessons. Sometimes it's the time and attention that we give to another person. We're all doing something to help prepare other people for their next steps in life, especially mm-hmm. like when we talk about pouring in in a mentorship capacity. Like that's We're getting off tra- topic of financials, but it's another investment. And I think you know when we 
look at what investments are typically our minds go to like real estate or the stock market mm. and there's so many other different types of investments which is why i'm so glad that you're investing in yourself and getting back in college and looking yeah. to be able to grow and develop in that manner mm-hmm. and you know when we think about sunny day funds saving for college for kids if if you you know that's another sunny day fund it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be in a checking account per se there's other ways that you can make that money grow and expand and multiply um, outside of a checking account at a much better rate, which um, if we have kids, they don't all have to go to college. But if it's on your heart and you want to be prepared, should they go to college, then saving and and having a plan around that is is certainly something that you can do. And it's an act of love to to be able to give them that gift. Mm -hmm. And you can love somebody without giving them that gift. And I think like a lot of times it comes down to figuring out what your priorities are. So some people will say that their number one priority is being able to retire. Other people say their number one priority is putting their kids through college. Everybody has different priorities and it's not meant to be a judgment or um, one way is right and better than the other, but it's figuring out how to make it work and accomplish what that actual goal is. I think that's really cool in the way that we position ourselves and the way that we work with our clients, which is probably more unique than traditional financial advisors in the industry, would you say? Well, we go rogue a little bit in terms of branching out and covering, like we follow all the rules, we have all the same products available if you want to look at it from a product perspective, but it's really the solutions and the customization that we can bring to the table. The ability to have guidance in terms of day-to-day life cash flow, being able to help celebrate with clients when, when they achieve milestones. There's there's so many different facets that when we think about traditional, like how I was trained, it's to talk about your firm and then talk about you and then talk about performance and the portfolio. And where we like to start is really from that perspective of risk management and figuring out mm-hmm. what is important, what you have in place that's right, what what's missing. And that's where I feel like we are unconventional because we bridge the gap between what you have, what you don't have, and what you might want to have or mm-hmm. should consider and have a plan around. And sometimes having a plan is not having a plan, but that's the plan. <laughs> and our plan doesn't need to be your plan. Your plan is your customized plan. And so um, sunny day funds, going back to those, I think that's a form of risk management. Having mm. money set aside in different accounts like flex spending accounts or HSAs uh, or just a savings or checking or a dedicated investment account for health-related expenses. Because the number one cause of bankruptcy is tied to health issues. Oh. health crises. So being prepared for those situations to the degree that you can be is going to help mitigate adverse consequences down the road. And, you know, nobody wants to think about end of life, but end of life is a a reality. (laughs) We're probably not getting out of here alive. There's one person who did that. but he died first. So <laughs> we have to remember that, you know, preparing for the things that we don't want to necessarily have happen or have to live through, that's inevitable. And so having us walk alongside you as you go through the different steps, like having your estate plan in order, 
um, having plans and having conversations with your loved ones about how you want to be taken care of in the end stages of your life. Do you want to stay in your home? There's, we can help you plan for that. Do you want to, you know, fund that yourself? Do you want to transfer that risk to uh, another entity like an insurance company? So those are all different strategies, but it really depends on what you want. And so many people say that they don't want the nursing home to get their money. I truly believe the nursing home is actually providing a service. Right, so, you're uh, hiring. Yeah, them. you're paying for a service to be taken care of. And so it, it's important if you don't want the nursing home to quote unquote, get your money than to have a way that they you can afford to pay for it, um, but maybe it's not all on your dime. So there's different strategies there. And a lot of um, unknowns go into the whole concept of nursing care um, because a lot of the various insurance vehicles out there these days have provisions for at-home care. And so if that really is on your heart, there's ways to make that happen financially. The, the key thing, is preparing before you need to. So it's it's a form of a sunny day fund. It's a strategy. It's a necessary thing to talk about if you want things to truly um, be more in your favor at the end. So let's talk about something at home or upbeat. (laughs) We need to bring it back. (laughs) But, um, you know, when we think about other things like vacation or your dream car or your dream boat or um, going on, you know, an adventure of some sort. The sunny day funds can be your funding strategy. And like you said earlier, you use the word that sunny day funds are permission. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't agree more. I think that you covered so much on the sunny day funds. Personally, like I, I love doing a hybrid so I have some of my cash or whatever that I set aside each pay period and I put it in an envelope because for me I didn't necessarily like having a, a chunk of a large amount of money in my home I would much rather use the electronic envelope so I kind of do a balance of both and I think that it definitely is up to your personal preference and it definitely is not like go out there and open all the bank accounts you possibly can right now and get them all organized and named. If you want to do that, great. But if that sounds really overwhelming, then don't don't go out there and do all that. Just right. start with one start thing. Start with what? And there's 12 months in a year. It's January. It's February. You know, you could start anytime. It doesn't matter if it's July. If there is an area of your spending where you feel like it gets you into trouble, or you feel like you're held back and scared that if you spend money on something, let's say you want to buy new appliances, but you're afraid that that might derail you from your long-term goals, that would be a really good place to start getting clarity about how much you need, how much those appliances will cost. You know, are you doing the discount sale? Are you going to the high-end retailer? You know, figuring out what you want, what it'll cost, and the date. So if you have dollars and dates, you can always do some easy math calculations or you can ask us. And um, having those sunny day funds will give you, like you said, the permission and it gives you the satisfaction because if all of your money, this is like the downside to having one large savings account, say three to six months worth of expenses, is you can't see what that money is allocated toward. And 
when you have sunny day funds, it reduces your need for a big emergency fund, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So you can, you know, interpret that how you like and what resonates with you. But just think about it. If you have six months worth of living expenses in one account, if you had to go and buy new appliances, would you know how much you can afford or how much is reasonable? Or if you had an account that was dedicated to home repairs and maintenance and improvements that you could tap into that account and you know how much is in that account. So that's your budget. That's how much mm -hmm. you can spend. And you know, you can always change it. You can modify it. But I really do find that once you experience the benefits that come with clarity by having those separate designated sunny day funds that you're a lot more at peace. Absolutely. And I know that, you know, we've already mentioned many times having that money in a separate sunny day fund gives you the permission, but I would challenge you that it also makes you think differently about the purchases you do make. Oh my gosh. Since I started paying cash for my cars. Oh yeah. <laughs> I no longer buy brand new cars. And I keep my cars for at least 10 model years. Now down the road, I might change that. Like we always have the option to change our mind in life. But right now that's the strategy that's working for me. And in December of 2007 is the first time I ever bought a car with cash and I haven't looked back. I make a monthly payment to myself. And then all that money, if I hit a bunny on the expressway. <laughs> Please oh, don't hit <laughs> Or somebody <laughs> hits me in the parking lot at the grocery mm -hmm. store. Like, I know that there's money there. I don't have to charge it. And I'm not chasing a vehicle just to get a new vehicle. And at the same time, I, I enjoyed my buggy. Yeah. And you're... I love my buggy. I love your buggy, too. It's cute. With that, Holly, let's wrap it up with a challenge to our listeners. Okay. Let's challenge our audience to decide on one or more sunny day funds that they're going to set up either at the bank with an electronic envelope or do a paper envelope and start funding it systematically. So a lot of times if you, you know, do it based on pay period, that works better for most people than uh, doing it monthly. So just because most people create a monthly budget doesn't mean you have to do a monthly sunny day fund. If there's an expense coming up that you know about or an unknown expense like a health emergency, um, or a bunny getting sucked into your vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> I love bunnies. So this is bunny. really... <laughs> um, then you can set up your sunny day fund and that would be a great challenge. And just reach out to us on Facebook at the Going Rogue by Melissa Myers Facebook page and let us know you set up your sunny day fund and that you've got it systematically funded. Let us give a shout out and um, tell us what maybe, tell us what the category is. We'd love to hear from you and celebrate in your successes because you don't have success without taking action. Maybe this episode is part of your money ministry. Bless others by sharing it with a friend and posting on social media. While you're at it, we thank you in advance for subscribing to our podcast and leaving a five-star review. Our money ministry is helping you design your ideal lifestyle and be a blessing to others. Get started by heading over to melissameyersgroup.com slash contact. Hop onto our email list. And while you're at it, schedule your free welcome call. We'll help you get clarity about what to do next.